Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Listen, at first glance, watching that trade, I mean, those are the players that they need. They, they round out their bottom six players. They have a fourth-line guy now with experience who's won a Stanley Cup, who's been with, played with Stanley Cup winners uh, in Washington, who can come in and slide in with the A.J. Greers, with Nick Foligno, and their fourth-line guys, Trent Frederick. But Dmitry Orlov, this is a top-four defenseman, and you have that guy slide into an already good defensive team that can add offense. He could be your best defenseman on any night. But joining Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm, I mean, the Boston Bruins look like a team that's impossible to beat. Ha! Impossible to beat. Tempting fate. It's P.K. Subban on ESPN last night. The Drop, is that the name of that show? I don't even know why I bothered. Yes, thumbs up. I think that's the name of the show. Very hesitant thumbs yeah, up. I don't, I don't even know why I bothered again. I, he was on ESPN. That's all we need to know. And it's P.K. Subban saying the Bruins look impossible to beat. The Boston Bruins look like a team that's impossible to beat. <laughs> I mean, again, I know I get accused of not knowing the sport, which doubt hockey Jones at your own risk. But I know I get accused of not knowing the sport. I know there's no such thing as an unbeatable team a team that looks good on paper that goes on to win the championship. That's exceptionally rare in that sport. Usually you win the president's trophy. You can kiss the Stanley cup. Goodbye. That tends to be how it works. Even I know that PK Subban and it's our number three Jones and Mego with Arcan here until six on a Friday with all your phone calls, six, one, seven, 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 nine, seven, ninety, three, seven Bruins do make a big move though. And that's after a big win last night in Seattle that I actually stayed up for. I actually watched the end of, I thought Seattle was going to, Steal it at the end, and I was going to get to come in today and say, oh, the Bruins better put their Stanley Cup hopes on hold there, P.K. Subban, when they can't even beat an expansion team. I mean, they get swept by an expansion team in two games. Better put the parade on hold. We'll pick out the order for who gets the Stanley Cup first another day. Like, I know it's going to be Bergeron, but then who does Bergeron pass it to? And then who does that person pass it to? Like, we can decide on that order another day if you get swept by the borderline expansion Seattle Kraken. When was their first year? Last year? The year before, they're an expansion team. I'm just really happy for you that this whole rant didn't just stay in the draft folder for no, you. No. That you got to still go down this I, path I even though it, they did win I against the I need to get Kraken, out of my system. Because I, you primed it yesterday. I, I you just, Off air, you were talking to me. You were like, oh, if they lose I, to the Kraken. I was like, bro, that game starts at 10 after let, the Celtics No, I'm, I'm just letting you know why I stayed up for it. That's why I stayed up I for know. it. I know. I'm like, it's a good game. It's close. I'm just glad that, that it 
didn't go to waste. Well, I, we get I, to I, hear it on radio. No, I've, I've had it cooking, so I might as well get it out there. But so the Bruins get a great win last night. They make a great trade. It's not the first time Don Sweeney's made a great trade, and a lot of them have not put the team over the top. In fact, none of them have put the team over the top. The closest one was Coyle and Johansson when they went to the Cup and fell flat on their face against the St. Louis Blues. But he makes a lot of these moves that look great on, on the surface. Taylor Hall, right? Uh, Hampus Lindholm, uh, even Rick Nash. Those are all trades that when they happen, I'm like, great move. Home run move by Don Sweeney. They rarely work out. But I, I have a feeling that, you know, this one could be the one that puts them over the top. They needed to make a move. Like, the one thing I was consistent on saying is the way the Bruins can change my mind. Because I've been doubting them all season long. The way they can change my mind is making a big move. And so let's see how these guys look. If I watch Orlov and I watch Hathaway and I go, these guys are fundamentally changing the Bruins. They're adding more grit and more edge, but still have enough skill and enough talent. Then maybe I'll change my tune on them. But right now I'm still doubting them because they're still the Bruins. Well, Hathaway would be a lot of the grit edge that you're talking about, I think right? Orlov plays with edge. I just think he's he's teeny yeah, but tiny. Hathaway is like a mean guy. Yes, no, I, I think <laughs> he's been he's been you know top five in hits for years. But running now, now Bruins whatever, fans yes. love him. Now they love him. They used to hate him when he was on the Capitals. Now they love him. Yes, correct. I think all of us, I know all of us, agree that they didn't give up too much in terms of going for it this year and their draft capital that they gave up. Uh, would you like to have seen them get anything different back, though, than what they so got? So I did want I did want a top 4D, and I, I still would like a top 6 forward. Like, I still feel like they're a little light in the top 6. I, I, I know DeBrusque has been great for, like, a calendar year. I saw some numbers last night where in his last 71 games he has 35 goals or something like that. He got the game winner last night. I, I still am a little skeptical of Jake DeBrusque in your top 6. You know, I still don't. How long can he be good out of yeah, spite? I still fully don't love Zaka. I know that line has good chemistry going, but I still don't love Zaka in your top six. I feel like if you really wanted to go for it, you could upgrade somewhere up there. But that's admittedly, you know, a high-class problem to have. I think the bigger need to address was on the left side. My only gripe with it is for days and weeks, I heard about how the Bruins need size on the left side. Gavrikov. Chikrin, you know, Luke Shen in Vancouver, I think is where he is, right? Like they need a, a, a big tough guy back there who also eats minutes. I mean, Orlov is not that. And I, I prefer this kind of player. I like a guy who can move the puck and has offensive skill, but still has some edge. He's only 5'11". So everybody clamoring for size on the back end, you did not get that with this deal. I'd just like to make that clear. So do you want to get into this report that just came out a couple hours ago from Nick Goss from NBC Sports Boston? About yeah. Gavrikov? Well, so he, uh, it was uh, Aaron Portsline, I think, who has the report. But, okay. but but it's on NBC Sports Boston where Portsline basically is accusing the, or the Blue Jackets are accusing the Bruins of backing out of a deal they had for Gavrikov. Yes. How do you feel about that? I mean, I mean, doesn't that make you, doesn't that in a way make you higher on this deal that they turned and they were like, well, it's between these two. According to the report, they had the, quote, framework of a deal in place. And, and then the Capitals slide in kind of at the 11th hour. And they're like, well, this is better. I think there's mixed reporting on this, too. And Elliot Friedman wrote about it or maybe talked about it on his podcast that, you know, when you ask around the league, different teams feel differently. Some teams side with the Bruins and their side of the story. Some teams side with Columbus. I'd say that it's Columbus trying so to spin league things. ripped apart over I, this trade. I'd love to rip the Bruins on this, but I'd say it's Columbus crying 
in their Cheerios because they thought they had a deal lined up and the Bruins got a better deal and maybe Columbus was dragging their feet and wouldn't take the Craig Smith contract. Washington did, and so Sweeney got the deal done. I'm not going to criticize him for that. All of the reports that I read was like, Columbus isn't going to wait forever. Like, you better yeah. get this done now if you want to. Otherwise, right. they're going to move on. Now they're crying about it. Like, which is it? Like, are they going to move on or are they hung up on this and they can't find another yeah, deal? So That's now, what it looks like. Now they, they thought they were going to get a first, third, and fourth or something like that for Gavrikov. Good, good luck getting that. Like, I never felt great about the Bruins doing it. I don't care about draft picks. But I at least wanted somebody I had heard of. Uh, even Hockey Jones had not heard of Gavrikov. Orlov, I know. Hathaway, I know. Chikrin, I know. You know, if you want to talk about some of the guys, uh, top six targets that have been out there for rentals, guys who had moved, Horvat and Tarasenko and maybe Patrick Kane. Like, I wanted the Bruins to be in on someone like that, at least somebody I'd freaking heard of, not some guy who eats 20 minutes a night in, in Columbus that I've never seen or care about. No. So, so I like por- this move better. Yeah, Aaron Portsline of The Athletic wrote uh, multiple team and league sources confirmed that the Blue Jackets firmly felt they had a deal in place with Boston for more than a week. That would have sent Vladislav Garakov to the Bruins for multiple picks and or players. The Blue Jackets believe the deal was done, sources said. But Boston repeatedly asked for more time. A deal isn't official until it's submitted to the NHL for approval. I, I like the deal they did better. So I'm not going to criticize the Bruins for it. I always want a better deal. They got a better deal. If Columbus is left hanging and they thought they had a deal worked out, I'd say the same thing to the Bruins with David Pasternak, by the way. It's like the longer it drags out, maybe you should... Get a clue, and maybe your deal's not going to happen. Columbus, it dragged out for a week. Maybe your deal's not going to happen. Maybe you should start talking to other people. Uh, 617-779-7937. Bruins are all in. Uh, do they need to do more? Do you characterize this as all in? I do. Are you happy with what they've done? Again, 617-779-7937. Let's hear, uh, let's hear from a couple of people here, Bergeron and Sweeney. Let's hear from Bergeron first on the move. You know, it's Hathaway. It's it's his grit and and. and... Uh, the way that he plays the game, you know, he's just uh, like a dog on a bone uh, every shift and, you know, finishing his checks. He's, he's really hard to play against. He's, he's really one of those guys that, uh, um, you know, I think he's a perfect playoff uh, type of player and is going to fit in really well with us. And, and Orlov can't say enough about his, his skill and the way that he defends and, and you know, really the um, his overall game. You know, he's, a, he's really shifty and, and, and making plays and I think he's going to fit in well within the, our system and our transition as far as uh, uh, the D, uh, defensive side is concerned. So I did find it interesting that he started with Hathaway. Like, I, I, maybe I'm just reading too much into things, but like normally you'd say Hathaway is the throw into the deal. I just, I found it interesting. He starts with Hathaway, although Hathaway's a winger. Maybe Bergeron's gone into the corners against him, not that you wouldn't against Orloff. I just found that somewhat interesting that that's where he chose to start like do you ooh. think hathaway is maybe the more controversial guy to add to the Definitely. team in terms of character terms of, and that's yes. why he's like let me get this out of the way well, i think he's gonna be way more controversial no no no, no it, but i'm saying that's why room, he starts with it and says that would be ridiculous then in their dressing room because if of, they believe that 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 hathaway is way worse off than or or love smoked one of your teammates well, and ended his career maybe, hathaway smokes the teammates all the time yeah. he didn't kill anybody <laughs> maybe that's why maybe that's why he went hathaway first literal arcade maybe, Maybe he held it against Orloff a little bit. I don't know. We haven't even talked about this, and I think this is so dumb that I haven't brought this up once in the month we've been on on the show together. I haven't even brought this up. Are you worried about the Bruins ruining their chemistry? Are you worried about that? No. Oh, no, they're they're perfect chemistry with the goalies who probably hate each other and give each other the big hug. (laughs) Oh, they're perfect chemistry. Can't trade Smitty that ruins the chemistry. Like, is Yeah, right, exactly. Like, oh, they got rid of Craig Smith, who's up on level nine half the time and sucks when he's out there. Like... 
What are you worried about their chemistry? No, they have a new coach. They're on the record to break all these records. They have the strongest leadership in the league with Bergeron and Marshan, like absolutely crazy. It's absolutely yeah. no question of if that's if something like this shakes the chemistry to your point of having Craig Smith leave town, Whoa. then that's pr- a pretty delicate you dressing room. You can't take Smitty out of the room. Oh. Come on in, Orlsey. What are they going to call him? Orlsey may not be a good Orlsey? Maybe we'd stay away from that. Hattie? Hey, come on in, Hattie. I hate it. I didn't like you on the other team, Hattie. Big but, D. But damn it, do I respect you. Oh. It's oh. like yeah, I shook your hand in the playoffs a few years ago. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, six one seven 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 nine. We took some liberties there, didn't we, boys? Seven seven nine. You're like a dog with a bone. Seven ninety three seven. Always like a dog with a bone out there. Oh yeah. I left that in just that was that clip was just for you, Mego. That that clip was Thank just to, to bring some dog talk. It into was the a show. trying morning with the dog. Can Take, I just go into the groomers for the first time? Can I hear uh, Can I hear Sweeney as well on the trade since he's the one who made it? Now Dimitri's got a Stanley Cup ring. Um, brings a lot of veteran leadership to our our our, uh, our group and. Uh, and plays in all different situations. And Garnet's a hard-nosed guy that's going to be wired. Um, you know, the way we, we use our bottom six and, and try to create some anxiety in the forecheck and uh, to disrupt, he kills penalties, uh, bigger body and frame. And, and uh, they're both excited to, uh, to be joining our team. Anxiety. So he used to create anxiety on the Bruins. Now he's going to do it for other teams. He's going to be their problem. And I, I guarantee their dressing room is going to be able to overcome this. I'm not worried about the chemistry at all. I'm not worried about subtracting Craig Smith or the draft picks. They're all in. And I applaud them for that. But I've applauded Don Sweeney for his Rick Nash move and for his Taylor Hall move and for his Hampus Lindholm move. Curtis which, Lazar and Mike Riley? Yeah, so not so much. Not so much for the Lee Stempniak trade deadline Tommy either. Wingles. It's, he hasn't hit them all out of the park. Andre Kasha. But I know I've come on after the trade deadline, and I know we're not even at the deadline, and I've complimented Sweeney before for deals that could be all in and put the Bruins over the top. And usually they wind up losing in the second round. So I hope that doesn't happen to him again. 617-779-7937. More of your Bruins phone calls. That's coming up. And I want to get back to the Celtics. We talked Jason Tatum, whether he had a good night or a bad night last night. I actually liked a little bit of the edge Tatum played with. I'm sick and tired of the edge from Joe Missoula, the, the, the psycho <laughs> coach that they have. Let's get to that right after trending with Christian Art. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Jones and Mako on WEEI. Smart to drive. Rodgers thought about it. Tatum with the shot clock winding down. Tatum falling away to his left. Misses the three. Smart gets it away in time. And Tatum taps home the offensive rebound. The Celtics have lived all night by the offensive board. And the Pacers may just have died by that one. It was either I left home, I was shooting in Utah, and still drunk from vacation. That's how I played the night. But, man, I... A good stat line, but, you know, really not a really good game. But, you know, just for one, glad we won and just try to find ways to make plays on both ends, it, you know, just so we could win and everybody feel better about themselves. Jason Tatum following another 31-point night. Not his most efficient night. <laughs> oh, you think? I do like that he kind of complimented him or did compliment himself there at the end, though. He's like, yeah, not like a great stat line. Pretty no, no, good, no. Pretty said, good stat line. Yeah, it looked good. It looks yeah. good on paper. It didn't look good in the game, except to you. You liked it. I, do you want to uh, start with your happy take or I well, start with my nasty take? Well, I just said earlier, I thought it was a sneaky good night for Tatum. And it's not because of the shooting. I mean, he was 9 of 25. I think he was 3 of 12 off the top of my head on threes. And That's so. Right. I said earlier, and if you missed any part of the show, you can have it delivered to your phone daily. Subscribe to Jones and Mega with Arkan, our podcast on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, I said it then, and I'll give you the abridged version here. It's like, I like that Tatum mixed it up with Matterin and dove on the floor and fought over that loose ball, because I think that shows a little edge and a little toughness and a little attitude, heart, like stuff that I don't always know that Tatum has. He's kind of going through the motions out there. Brown's the one who plays with edge. You know, for all of my criticisms of Marcus Smart, he's a little fake tough, but he plays with some edge. You know, his flexing last night after Tyrese Halliburton is shoving him around was a little much. But, like, at least he plays with some edge. You know, I don't see enough of that from Tatum. And last night there was some of it. So I, I was just happy to see it. And it wasn't like he was sacrificing his body and his wrist like some people were telling me on social media today. Like, oh, can you believe he dove in there with his wrist bothering him? His wrist isn't bothering him. That's a convenient excuse whenever he needs it. But him fighting over that basketball, even with a rookie in Matterin, I liked it. I, I want more of that out of Jason Tatum, not less. So that's, that's why I thought it was a sneaky good night for him. I agree with that point. And just in comparison to Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown just has a more physical game than Tatum. He was the only guy Jaylen who stepped Brown up to Draymond Green last year. For the most part, is better in the paint than Tatum. I thought Tatum was really bad in the paint offensively last night. He was very sloppy, except for the third quarter when he got into a little bit of a rhythm. But in the fourth quarter and even in overtime, 
some of the decisions that he was making and the way that he was unable to finish layups at the rim, it just looked kind of sloppy and unfocused, and he sounded really aware of it after the game. But I agree with you. I would like to see a little bit more meanness. And I know this, I just want to say this is not me coming down on Tatum, okay? This is me yesterday who said I would take Tatum over Paul Pierce. She's, she's hating. She's hating okay. on, her, on her 2023 Celtics. That's what she's doing. the clutch. One day a little she, bit of a flip situation. It, it is. One day she's on him. One day she's one day. But she's that, that's him. something I, I don't think Tatum lacks a physicality in his game. I don't think he lacks heart in his game. I don't see that. But I do see a lack of meanness, and it's something that he seems to along along the lines with also some of his kind of intangible leadership stuff that he's developing. He's getting older, getting more mature. He's still only twenty four. Right. But I want I I agree with you that edge could be there. Like who he he's able to do it with a young guy, right? He's able to wrestle over the ball with a young guy. Benedict. Okay. Right. <laughs> if it's uh I don't know, Russell Westbrook on the other side or yeah. someone like that right. who's a little bit older and who's like a cool guy in with people or at least once upon a time was in with people, is he going to bring that same meanness, no. that same like f you, I'm going for it? I gave the example of Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler's a guy who plays with a lot yeah, of but edge. Jimmy Butler is like the craziest man in but, the league. But I'm that saying, way. but I but I want Tatum to start stepping to guys like that or at least Draymond Green when he's bitching your whole team around right. last year. Jalen Brown was the only one who stepped up. So I do want more of that out of Tatum. And I'm not saying he's perfect at it or even good at it yet. He's not. You saw a glimpse of it. I don't see it enough of it. I don't hardly ever see it. So he did it last night. So I want to, I want to give him some credit for it because he did it, but no, he was inefficient last night and it was not his best game. Really bad turnovers over across the board. And I, for the team, I harp on this with Jalen Brown a lot. He had the disgusting overthrow to Al Horford, which you just can't blame on the mask. I don't know what that was. That was just a really bad pass. But Smart and Tatum were worse. Smart. Smart was making some really bad decisions with the ball last yeah, night. Yeah, not that some I... really boneheaded passes. Tatum, again, coughing it up in the paint. Stupid passes when he runs into traffic in the paint. I'm like, what? It's, who, what is this? How does it? This is the Pacers. Yeah. It's the Pacers. Not that I fixate on Marcus Smart's numbers too much, but he had three assists against five turnovers. But I, but I yeah, just yeah, yeah. was it a good night or a bad night for Tatum? It was not a great night for Tatum. But real can I just tell you what my favorite part of the entire oh, yeah. game was? Go yes. For it. Marcus Smart barrels into the lane against a hundred and fifty pound Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, the flex makes a layup. Flexes about as demonstratively as you possibly can while making eye contact with him the entire time. Yeah, gets teed up and then it's like, why? <laughs> like, come on, why? I didn't flat like. Dude, you look like Hollywood Hulk Hogan out there. It also, like, come on. It also should have been an offensive foul. Um, yeah, it could have been that, too. I don't know what he was even upset. Like, what was he trying to say? I didn't flex like you clearly did. Yeah. And then he's he, right on camera. We he, all saw it. He flexed at Halliburton, then he flexed at the Pacers bench. Yeah. And, again, Halliburton, Can't do that. Halliburton's built like me. Yeah. You know, he, he belongs on this show with, with the build. So, I'm glad standing for Halliburton does, now. I, I was a little fixated on that last night. Yeah. I was like, he does have a similar, um, like, arm... Circumference oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, not a lot of definition going on there, which which would belong on this show. That's true. Uh, let's go to Andrew in New Hampshire, waiting patiently on our Bruins discussion. We got more Celtics stuff coming up. Go ahead, Andrew. Hey guys, how you doing? Nah. Hey Andrew. Good. Nah, what are you going to do? I want to give a shout out to my boy Con John, uh, okay. electrician out in New Hampshire. All right. Shout out Con two. John. Con John, what's up, baby? What's up, and, uh, baby? Number two. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, I was wondering. Um, so, Mego, when you were with uh, uh, Fourier, 
Do you have like any animosity towards Adam Jones because okay. they just good, brought him in to good clearly be like the number one over you, even though you were there before him and you kind of like earned that spot. Now all of a sudden he's just the guy. Is that is that a yes? I didn't earn crap. <laughs> what are we talking about? I mean, no. Animosity? Mm, no. No? No. Okay. I don't know. Do but, I miss the old guys? Of course you do. I mean, that do. old eh. is in the guys who were here prior. Of course you do, and Not you should. old, like they're both 50. I'm feeling are. a tremendous they're amount of animosity. Arcan really should feel it. I Arcan's finally like, get away Arcan from this is, guy. Arcan is like the really awkward part. Arcan's like, I finally got rid of him. Animosity. And then it's like, and then it's like, you know, for like two weeks he had his name on the show. True. It's and like then, walking out of prison, and then I got arrested right away. And then it's like uh, no, Jones is back. Lop that right off. Like lop that. Uh, like I, back in back in the day, I was very uh, I was very upset about not having my name on the the Dan Shaughnessy show, which took place right in this very studio. Is uh, that true? Did you care about that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Really? I, yeah. No, I did. Yes. I think I'm too new to radio, where that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I would me just yet. I would just jam that in. I'd be like, it's the it's the Dan Shaughnessy show. Prominently I don't want to honor that. Prominently featuring Adam Jones. Uh, but yes, no, Arcan should really have some animosity, I think. But no, it makes and sense. I do. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> and I, I do. and I do. Uh, but it would make sense. You miss the you miss the old guys. That makes sense. But I like you. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's going well. It's early. Couldn't, he couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I like you. When's the last time someone said that to Jones? I like you. I like your family. I like your wife better than uh, you. Well, that that makes sense. That uh, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, Join six, the club. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. So on the Celtics last night, and this piece I do. I do think jumps out when you watch them, not just Jason Tatum wrestling over a basketball. Joe Mazzulla wrestled over a basketball last night with Aaron Neesmith. This is so goofy. Which, like, maybe, maybe is part of why he was wrestling with him. It's Aaron Neesmith. It's a guy who he knows personally. Maybe that's what's going on. I just think Mazzulla is so wild and so... Locked in on just being competitive or trying to prove a point, or I, who knows what he's doing. But he wrestled over a basketball like Tatum did last night. Here's Missoula after the game, asked about wrestling a player on the sideline for a loose ball. You ready to battle Aaron for that ball? I was. That was fun. Yeah, super fun. You're like, you're like <laughs> fighting basketball players who you may or may not know and used to play. For, you're, you're like wrestling with them over a basketball. Like that's a psycho move. That, that is a that is a psycho move. Right? I got a cold chill on my spine when he said that. You looked at Abby and went, "That was fun." <laughs> he didn't blink. He I didn't smile. That. Nothing. Like I know it was maybe very... he meant that in a weird, fun way, but it was not coming across like that it at was, all, Coach. It was very, very much. Uh, I would say yes. Like uh, uh, you're, you're lacking any human feeling. Scal was like, any... "What is?" Ha-? Scal could not stop laughing because no I think it's total himself. disbelief that this happened right in front of him. Scal is still shocked by the antics of Joe Mazzulla. Okay, Scal who's like, "Yeah, he's a guy that loves he life. He's kind of a different bird, you know. He's a, he's a weirdo, he but." And Scal's like, I don't know what I'm watching. So let me play like, this. Bobby too. Knight didn't even do that. You know no. what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Joe's, no. Joe's no, he, own, he's a special kind. He'd, of throw, he'd throw stuff at people is what he would do. It's true. Yeah. But but like, you know, you have you have just a complete lack of emotion when he says that there. So there's also this other piece of audio that I, I again, when we're talking about just just getting inside the mind of Joe Mazzula, like now you're you're not the interim coach anymore. You're the coach. You, interim tag removed, you have your extension, you're wrestling over basketballs with other players. And I've been sitting on this clip since last week. Like, I set this aside. I'm like, this is interesting. We hadn't found a spot to play it, but I think it fits in nicely with him wrestling Aaron Neesmith for a basketball. 
Uh, Joe Mazzula went on Sirius, I think last Friday, and brought up out of the blue that he's done chewing gum. Or maybe he's asked about chewing gum. Let's hear the full exchange here. He's Because he chews gum like a... Again, like a psycho. Like, he just, he chomps on gum. I heard Keith talking about this the other week. Everybody was talking about it early in the year. And Joe Mazzula wants you to know he stopped chewing gum. Let's hear it. Back when he played, it was about, like, how many packs of cigarettes guys were going through. <laughs> how many packs of gum do you go through in a game? Yeah. You know what's funny? And uh, I guess we'll bring it to light now, but I started out the season chewing gum. I haven't chewed gum in the last 20 games, and no one said a word. Really? No one's noticed it. Oh, why, why'd you stop? Um, so I'm, I'm changing up my breathing patterns. Uh, trying to just work on my focus and awareness uh-huh. during the game, and I felt like the gum chewing was messing up my heart, mm. rate, my heart mm. rate variability, and I, was, I wasn't getting the breaths that I needed to be as focused as I was, and so it was more of a crutch than it was a, a positive, mm. as I thought. So I completely eliminated it. The last 20 games, I haven't had it. And nobody's asked you about that. No one said a word until right now. Okay. He's, he, real quick. No, 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 no. He's effing with us, right? I kind of think he's he might be with the breathing with stuff. I think the that, breathing, he's doing breathing exercises like he's Mac Jones on the <gasps> sideline. I think that might be a joke. That he's effing with us. I think so, too. But he wants everybody to know he stopped chewing gum, right? Oh, why, why'd you stop? <laughs> well, I, think, I believe that's Justin Wow. He I'm, stopped because he heard all the chatter making Joe fun of him. Casey Kasem. Thank that's you. wild. No, but Mego's <laughs> right. This is, this is what I think it is. I think he... He heard the critic. He was rabbit-eared. You used this word when we talked about it briefly last week. Rabbit-eared and, like, sensitive to the criticism about how strange he looked, chomping away on gum. And he said, well, I, I got to stop doing that now because he can't handle criticism. And I think it all goes back to how comfortable he is with this position. And I think it does all kind of tie into getting the interim tag removed. It's like, how does he handle the criticism of timeouts? Not well when Abby asked him. How does he handle some of the critiques about managing minutes and everything else or wrestling with the basketball? Not well. And maybe the Celtics said, you know what? He is thin-skinned. He is rabbit-eared. We need to make it as easy as possible on him. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take away the interim tag and make him comfortable or as comfortable as this guy can possibly be. Aren't you looking at that then going like, okay, not sure if he's ready for prime time? Yes. If he's this thin-skinned, yes, why, I, I, then why I, are you taking the tag off? Oh, not oh that if, it's the, if you're the Celtics. Yeah, not yeah. that it's the main calculation, obviously. I, it's lower down on the priorities. But aren't you looking at that going like, okay, maybe he needs to warm up in this space a little bit before we take the interim tag away? That's how I would have looked at it. That's what I said. I wouldn't have given him the extension. I wouldn't have removed the tag. Here's the other thing. And I want to go back to him wrestling on the ground with Aaron Neesmith, who's definitely somebody that he worked with a lot as a bench coach so when you, Neesmith was a younger before guy. Before you go, do you, do you think that was a factor in why he was wrestling? Because I don't even know if he knew yeah. who it was. You think he was I fun. do. I do. And I'm I, not so sure. See, if I'm the Pacers, I actually think I'm pretty annoyed about that. Because it came off to me, you you took it as like, he can't even control himself. He's so psychotic. That's what He's I think. in the mode. I took it as like... He was, seen the, he was in horseplay mode. You've like, seen the he video was horsing of him, around. You've seen the video of him playing, like, pickup basketball, yeah, yeah. right? But like, I think I think this was like... This is like that. This is like he's jumping on the ground because it's Neesmith, and he's, like, kind of messing around. And if I'm the Pacers, I'm looking at that going, like, okay, they the Celtics, like, this guy doesn't take us seriously. You, we're, we're Eastern Conference. Like, they're not rivals, but we're competition. And look... Like, because you're up by 16 at some point in this game, your coach is on the ground wrestling with a former Celtic over the ball. Do you think he knew who it was, Arkin? Uh, yeah. I don't. I think he did. I do. Uh, I think, th- I, think I, can't, I can't use the language that I want to use. It looked like he was effing around. 
like the way that I used to get in trouble at practice for effing around trying to make my friends laugh, and my coach would be like, "No!" and I just freeze. He looked hey, right at him. Before, he looked right at him before hey, the ball Meg, rolled over. Mego, yeah. hey Mego, is that how? That's that's how they talk in Maryland. Hey Mego, quit horsing around there, Mego. Is that is that? How I they, don't know what that accent. I think that's a Maryland. No, that, that's, that's, that's a not, solid. That is 100% not Baltimore what that's, like. that's a Baltimore accent. Well, Mego, a little Pennsylvania in there. Maybe if I ever too, heard, yeah. uh, it is. It is a little Pennsylvania. That's that. true. It is a little bit like. But you he go, looked like he was horsing around. Go to the Wawa and get a hoagie. And I look. If I as a Celtic, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. You are playing the Pacers, but if I'm the Pacers, I'm like, f you. Yeah. Get your freaking coach off the ground with our player. What is happening here? Uh, Is this an NBA game? I would not have extended (laughs) it. I mean, really? I would not have extended it. It was like the last two minutes of the game, too. It was like a close game. (laughs) It was like crunch time. It wasn't like the first quarter Yeah, like he could have got teed up. Not that the Celtics care about that. Tatum got teed up last night. Smart got teed up last night. kind of surprising he didn't. I mean, really? What the hell is the coach doing on the floor with the ball? I mean, he should not not be. Arkan, do you think it was out of like... uh, He's going hardo mode, or he's being goofy with Neesmith? I think he's a hardo. I think it was a. Hard, yeah. I think it was full hardo. I mean, he he is also kind like of he a can't goof help too. Himself. But I think, I think he's a hardo. When the ball comes by, I'm I'm getting the ball. You I know? think he like, saw red. I think he just saw red and said, "It's my basketball," just like Tatum did. With I think he saw Neesmith and he was like, "I'm jumping on I, this." If he saw Neesmith and knew who it was, then then he's in on the. I, I don't think he's in on it. I don't think he is. Harry's in Westfield. He's apparently upset. Go ahead, Harry. Hey, thanks for having me on. You know, Arkan, nice to have you back. Um, Mego, thanks, you're great. Um, but, uh, you know, I understand why you guys might kind of pick apart Joe Missoula here and think he's a little eccentric or like wayward, but like this edge that he has is, is like part of the reason why the players respect him. You know, like he, he does bring energy and enthusiasm. I don't, how much do they respect him? Tatum came out at the all-star game and said, <laughs> Ime Udoka is his favorite coach, yeah. you know? So like, funny. so like. I don't know. I mean, I think the players like him. It's working, so it's fine. And it yeah. is working. It, it, there are there are quibbles that I have about Missoula. Remember like, when Marcus Smart was like, we can't give him sugar anymore? Yeah. Is that like yeah, deep respect for your coach? Yeah, after he did a somersault in the locker room and pointed at Marcus Smart, who was injured at the time, and said, you can't do that. It was. It was And walked that. away. So, like. Perfect somersault. So, like, I, <laughs> I think they, it's working. Hey, what are we talking about? I have gripes about how he carries himself. I have gripes about, like, his timeout use. <laughs> usage and stuff but i don't i don't know that the players respect like you got to get his respect by going on a, a playoff run i think i felt like the gum chewing was messing up my heart rate, <laughs> my heart rate i do think that was sounds like aaron Rodgers. that is funny i think that's he a joke is screwing with people there. but does he it is aaron Rodgers esque where it's like maybe you are screwing around but like you're being so odd i don't i don't know that i deserve to give you the benefit of the doubt or you deserve the benefit of the doubt and you're being so weird about everything that i can't i can't tell if you're being serious or not because you're so weird about everything i think i like him Oh come on! Don't because, do, don't no, because do he screws. He just seems to be screwing with everyone at this all a, times. This is another flip flop, Arkad. I'm not, I I'm just coming around here because my whole thing is like I don't know him. I we we don't know him. Yeah. Like he's new. And I even tried asking Scal that one time, and Scal just gave me the strangest explanation of like, oh yeah, he loves pickup ball and going into cold tubs. Yeah. And I was like, that. How does that explain who he is? It doesn't explain it to me. Uh, it does not explain it to me. But His last... behavior explains who he is to me, I I'll think. Ta- <laughs> bizarre? Yeah, he's a little weird. I'll tell you what, by the way. I thought watching Rick Carlisle last night is exactly how you should handle timeouts. Like, the game started to get away. Rick Carlisle, boom, timeout. That's not what Missoula does. Oh, being proactive? Yes. And, like, I know the Pacers didn't win, 
But the Pacers really shouldn't be beating the Celtics. They shouldn't be in they the game in overtime. Game. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They shouldn't yeah. be in overtime. I thought Carlisle kept him in the game. When I say I want Missoula to have a, a quicker trigger on timeouts, that's exactly what I mean. It also probably shouldn't come down to a jump ball between Aaron Neesmith and Joe Missoula. Nope, probably not. <laughs> that probably should not be what the game is decided by. Uh, 617-779-7937. More of your phone calls coming up. And we have Meg Splaining with Megan Ottolini next. Jones and Meg go. Return after this on WEEI. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. We have a crowdsourced Meg explaining today. Oh, these are back. So, these are back. Yeah, I put them out like once a week. Okay. I just sometimes I, I sit on them and wait if there's any. This time I will say, so if you want to contribute to Meg explaining a question that you have there or something you want me to talk about, it's at Megan. Oh, no, it's uh, my Instagram handle. So it's at MegaWaffles22. Mega yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh, I'm sorry, 22? Yeah. Oh, then I didn't know it. Never mind. I thought at I knew Waffles it. At MegaWaffles22. At MegaWaffles22. my college number. So that's... And Asante Samuel, twenty-two. I was gonna, I was gonna, like a Stephen Ridley, twenty-two is what I was going to say. So, so you Jesus. know, when it comes to crowdsourcing, though, sometimes that hasn't gone so hot, right? Like the last this time week you told it me, didn't you, go well. The last time this you told week me, it didn't go well. You attempted to crowdsource like, questions about feet pictures and stuff, and I'm like, if you've ever seen the one foot picture put out there, you don't want any of that. Yeah. Or Big do naturaltoes.com. Yeah, or do you? I mean, maybe maybe people do. Hey. You don't know. Wait, if that's your taste. You can make a make a few bucks. Betterhelp.com. Sure. <laughs> great resource. Um, so the question comes from listener Jason. He wants to know what really happens at bachelorette parties. Oh, good question. And this might sound like a sexy question. Just penis straws and penis hats and penis balloons. I've been to a fair amount of bachelorette <laughs> parties. I would categorize them as it's pretty much a drunk field trip where half of the people are strangers and you throw your money away. It's just, you end up, I've never been to a Las Vegas bachelorette party. Well, that's party what I was just going to ask. These are destination or ones? Or a Miami are... bachelorette party. Okay. But I've been to a fair number of destination bachelorette parties. Like Even Nashville. if it's a destination like, oh, we're just getting a house in this. It's always a weird, like Nashville. Yep. A second tier city that has some weird characteristic to it like austin or a big one in the dc area where i still have a lot of friends and family is charlottesville virginia been to like three in charlottesville virginia and it's crappy wine country i mean it's beautiful (laughs) but you go out and you're like "Mm, so you grow the wine here huh like oh it's delicious (laughs) Um, grow the wine (laughs) i'm no wine expert but that's i don't they grow the wine you know what I'm saying? The gra- the grapes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The grapes that go into the wine. Yes. Okay, please don't pick apart my one segment that I get to run on the show. It is true. I'm overstepping my boundaries now, yes. So the biggest problems with bachelorette parties, other than the throwing of the money away, which you just have to buy into. If you agree that you're going to the bachelorette party, it's this way, I'm sure, with a lot of bachelor parties. You just know, okay, I'm going to be in for this much, and it's probably going to be like $100 over that yeah. if you're lucky. Oh, yeah. Especially because when you go out with a group, it ends up one person's like, hey, let's put it on my card. I'm getting the points. We'll put it on my card. And then all of a sudden, six weeks later, they're like, hey, you actually actually owe me like $111 because we all did all those great shots that you really wanted that you right. were begging for. And I'm like, I didn't even take one of those shots, but whatever. I'm not going to be the jerk that then you turn around and you're talking on a separate text chain about me to all the other women on the trip. About you know, like, Mego, God, she's such a bitch. She never fulfilled bucks. the Venmo. Right. 
Right, right, um, right. The biggest issues are, one, when you end up at a bachelorette party that is too big because some people will invite every woman that they've ever met. Yep. And there's, like, weird friends from work who don't know any of the college friends, who don't know any of the high school friends. There's a whole group of sorority sisters who only talk to each other. Right. And it turns into it's like 21 people in a house. And you're like, this is just, it's not fun. And now I'm, ha- I'm having to like make small talk with people I'm never going to see again other than at the wedding. Right. You the, are going to see them there. That's true. That's the last time I'll ever see them. Right. Like, it's not like we're going to get together, especially if you're at a destination. And it's like, oh, you know, here's Sarah from California. And you're like, hi, Sarah. <laughs> We're totally okay, going yeah, totally to be besties and hang out a lot. Be great. So, what, so oh, what's, the, what's the target number? If, um, 20, if 21 is too, what's I a good number? I will say the best ones that I've been to are like six people or fewer. Okay, so that's Like small. we're talking like really small. This that is, is way more fun. This is a tight-knit group. That way means more fun. Everyone gets more attention from the stripper that way. <laughs> yeah. I, six I have been to one situation with a stripper. It was go. weird. It was weird. We got yeah. kicked out of um, an Airbnb. <laughs> My friend got banned from Airbnb. Wow. Who booked the house. Wow. Yeah. That's some stripper, let me tell you. Was How a, did Airbnb know situation. that you had a stripper in there? Um, the person who was, like, overseeing the property might have come with an actual noise complaint ah. after, you know, the fake noise complaint. Just like banana, you get the, banana hammocks everywhere. Excuse all me, just ladies. Ha- just hanging off lampshades. There's, there's, when they there's a noise complaint. <laughs> and then a real noise complaint came in, and yeah. that was a... Uh, there was like dollar bills everywhere. It yep. was a mess. Yep. At that point, the stripper was sitting with us eating charcuterie. We were like, you know what? You don't have to dance. Like, just tell us about it. Tell us some stories. The other issue. I bet he had some charcuterie. <laughs> story. Yeah. The yeah. other, the other issue is that on many of these destination bachelorette parties, there comes a time you're there for maybe like two nights, right? Uh-huh. Standard is like two nights. Some people do three nights. That's crazy. Maybe you go for two nights. Second night, there's always a this devious group of women that's like two or three women who it starts to get around six o'clock. They're, you're talking through dinner plans. Uh-huh. One of these women starts going, why don't we, anyone feel like just like staying in? Anyone oh. just want to oh, stay is, in? That is the opposite of what I maybe thought. Maybe we were can. Uh, maybe we can like play games. I thought you were going to be like, you know, why don't we all just put our sweatpants on and play games? <laughs> you know where to score coke? That's what I thought you were <laughs> no. going to say. Like that's. No, I, thought, no, no. I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were saying the First second of all, night. I think that's, we're in different levels of parties. That's where I stay home and do coke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's where I thought you were going with that. They want to stay in and play games. That's what happens at bachelorette parties. This happens probably at fifty percent of the bachelorette parties. The second night, there's some. I'm sorry. Huh. Boring ass person who gets a collection some of basic, people around. Some basic betches. That are like, we could just drink wine and play games. And I'm like, I spent 400 freaking bucks on a plane ticket to come out here. Right. I'm probably never going to come to this weird second tier city again unless it's for another bachelorette party. We went out last night. I understand maybe it got a little wild for you, Sarah, but I don't want to sit here in a living room where it's half strangers from work. And play some game. Like, we're, were, let's go out. Now we're you were, here. We're, you, we're at a destination. We could do this at home. You were very critical of uh, Arkan. You have a bachelor party coming up, right? Um, not, well, your, not your bachelor it's party. Not, it's the wedding, but it's like the bachelor party's the day before the wedding. It's one of those. Ooh, Got that's it. very so, old school. I yeah, like that. He was looking at, you were looking at houses the other day, oh. right? And Mego, Mego was like, Mego's very I'm finicky. I'm still mad about You're very it. finicky Why? about the house when it comes to this, yes. 
Why am I mad about what happened? Well, so I found a great house. It's in New Orleans. I found this great house with like a pool and a hot tub, and it got voted down by my friends. And then Mego's like, oh, that's a boy's house. Like, it's no, a cool I, house. No, I said that's a bachelor party house. It's a house with a pool. It's, it was a ma- it's like a New Orleans mansion. It was expected, but like it was a night. We were all splitting it nine ways, and I was really pumped up about it, and I got voted down. I I would just say I would never bring a black light into those rooms. You're saying room raiders would not. Yeah, room raiders would. Yeah, nice, nice, timely call there. Nevertheless, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I'm still, I'm still very disappointed. (laughs) And it sounds like your friends felt the same way. You you didn't get the house. Is that how you guys got banned from Airbnb? (laughs) The room room raiders showed up. Like I just the manager of the property showed up. In With and it was and it was a scene. So I just I I just have always I have wondered what goes on at bachelorette parties, and I just I picture it like I'm now I'm now you know uh, Bubba and Forrest Gump just talking about you know <laughs> penis straws, <laughs> penis hats, penis scampi, penis balloons, you know. They even got penis, penis wallpaper, <laughs> penis cupcakes, you know, steamed I pe- penis, penis cookies. Like I just, I feel like it's now a scene out of Forrest Gump. That's Penis how I, Alfredo. That's how I pictured them going. But you're telling me there's more to it than that. Um, no, I mean that, it, that is basically not, it, right? Like I basically had it. No, and there's sometimes there's crying. <laughs> there's always like one girl who one night she's like, oh, I don't like. I'm actually really happy for Maggie, but my life is just like, right, right, not right. in a good place. Yeah, I can see that. And being I just, always end up being the person who's that. like sitting at this outdoor tiki bar, being like. Oh, don't right. worry. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Right, the deep-rooted, like, yeah. underlying hatred between all the girls. Like, that can be a real thing. That, that You don't want that. But I, I actually, I don't know if I've ever done a bachelor party for two days. I, I have. Really? I don't, so you haven't done, like, the destination Well, ones. I typically worked Friday nights for all there these years. Right. And so I could never really do that. I do have one coming up in March that I am supposed to go to for two days. What's the, where just, is it? Just in New Hampshire, not far. But cool. uh, but I think it's going to be the first time I've ever done two days at a bachelor party. But maybe that's maybe that's what everybody does the first night. I guess it's usually maybe everybody sits around and says, "Let's stay in. We'll have wine. We'll play games." Maybe that's what I've never. Don't do it on the second. I've I've never done the two days. Also, it's New Hampshire. It's different if it's like a local crowd. If it's people flying from around the country and paying for a hotel room or for a house or something, I'm just like. I mean, I'm never going to be like, no, we got to go out. Got to rage. Let's play, just, cra- let's play cranium. I'll, I'll definitely, like, with my high school friend or something, be like, Ugh, these boring bits. Anybody bring apples to apples? We're going to get wild. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That's uh, Meg's play. I brought back. cards. For, uh, what is it? Cards Against Humanity? Cards Ooh, Against Humanity. Oh, I have the extension <laughs> pack. <laughs> oh, my God. So crazy. Uh, so that's Meg's playing with Megan Adelini each and every day here at 445 on WEEI. Uno, I'll tell you. You bring Uno. Get wild with Uno. Can't have too many people playing I've seen fist fights over Monopoly. Yeah, I want to be careful what you're you bringing. You better not reverse this again on me. <laughs> oh, we'll get back to your phone call. 617-779-7937. There is a new Patriots documentary out. Not that there's not enough of these, but it turns out this one may actually have some interesting information about the future quarterback of the Patriots. Let's get to it next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.